Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or Hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. Assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? This coupon entitles you to one free night of anal! And Paula. You know, sitting on the edge clipping your toenails buck naked is a little awkward for me. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. It's The Ugly Truth, episode 111. Ugh! Ugh! I'm glad I didn't forget this week. It's like I'm I'm paranoid that I'm going to forget to do the ugh. I know. It, well, what's bizarre is it was twice, and I would say within like the last ten episodes that we did it. So. Well, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent, and now I know why. Because last week when we were talking, and I was, t- we were talking about um, sacrifices that we make for our children when we were talking about Bruce Jenner and stuff. Right. And the sacrifices I was making were I was putting off my own needs uh, for health and medical care. It just. You said just, you needed you, to go to the dentist. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I f- my face hurts and I know that it's a tooth and I need to go. And I've never had a toothache before in my life. And don't you dare blame your children for that. You are terrified <laughs> of well, any doctor. Let a, but I mean, like, pinnacle a dentist. I am terrified of the dentist. I have the high anxiety of the dentist. However, it was legit. I did put it off for a couple of days because of some things that came up with the children. Okay. But you're right. Normally, that is a that is a pathetic excuse. You're not the so, kind of person that's in there every six months for your no. annual cleaning. Uh, or no, I am not. my annual. No. And so I finally, it was Sunday. All six of us were there. We're having breakfast. We're talking. We're doing, you know, we were just for whatever bizarre reason, no one was working and we were all in the same room together. And I looked at Daryl and I said, I feel like someone slapped me really, really hard in the face on my right side. He's like, is this the tooth thing? And he's like, oh, no, it's just sinuses. And I'm like, you know what? This proves to me that I cannot rely upon you if I get incredibly ill one day. You are going to dismiss everything as Change nothing. Change your executor for your medical decisions. Immediately. You have to. He's going to be in denial and I'll be half dead. He's just you not know? reliable. No. Yes. Yes. It'll have to be a family member or Kim, my friend, the nurse. He will be incapable of, of, you know, weeding through his own self-defenses and, and, and to make an educated decision. To get me the care I need. So Monday morning, I called my dentist and I said, hi. And they said, oh, would you like to return to the practice? I said they knew who I was. I, like, it, I never left. I just it hasn't been forever, but it has been an extended period of time. And so, are we talking years? Yes. <laughs> oh, please! I am not alone. Okay, not everyone goes to the dentist every six months. Okay, I mean, are you are- kidding me? I have a tooth that hurts me, and then I have another one that's like really sharp, and I'm pretty sure like a filling broke <laughs> off of it, and you haven't gone. 
I well, I don't have dental insurance, so I'm just like, well, unless it's you know my face is swelling or I'm having some sort of issue like you're having, then yes. other things are <laughs> taking priority. Okay. So they said, oh, uh, and, and the, what I hate is that, you know, the thing with a really good dentist is they have the same staff. The, the staff never leaves unless they die or right. get married or have a baby or something like that. So her, his front office woman, and she's like a grandmother now, she is the same one. And so she, she calls me back. She goes, well, hello there, Jamie. And I said, <laughs> hi, Lynn. And she's like, so you'd like to return to the practice? And I said, well, yeah, yes. And she said, are we having some pain? And I said, I am having some pain. And she's like, all right. So, of course, they get you in right away because they need to evaluate. So I was in there like within an hour. I was in the office. And the thing – the funny thing about pain is that it really uh, strips away any anxiety that you may have about anything Mm -hmm. because you just want to get it – you want it to go away immediately. Yes. So I was 15 minutes early. I was sitting there ready to go. And so we got the x-rays out of the way. And you know what? They have this – and she's – of course, she's a beautiful girl, young girl who uh, is doing like all the, the busy work. So she did my the x-rays for assistant. me. Yeah. Yes. And so she puts me in the little chair, puts the little lead curtain on me, and she puts the thing in my mouth. It's this big contraption to hold – so they know what tooth to, to photograph mm-hmm. and or x-ray or whatever they call it. And so um, – Does it have like the blue light on it? No. It's um, it's like this plastic thing. It's like this mold and you bite down on it and then they oh. run and they take a picture. Everything is digital in this office. They do uh-huh. all digital x-rays. So it's really sure. cool. So she puts it in my mouth and, of course, I immediately start to gag because those things, <laughs> they put them so far into your face. So I put it on my – I will say that we have been declared to have small pellets. We do. And so it's true. It is it's always been difficult in our family to x-ray teeth because you know, they're like, open your mouth, and I'm like, this is as wide as it goes. <laughs> and I was like, I you know, and I hate it because I always feel like I have to apologize for my body. Like, I'm sorry that I have a small mouth, you know. <laughs> There's I'm sure just... you're not the first person to gag getting those things done. Oh god. And so she's like, I'm so sorry, and she runs and she's like, I'm gonna go real fast and she runs, clink, clink, and she goes, All right. We're done. And she pulls the thing out. And I was like, <sighs> it was like really traumatic getting that thing. Because it was huge. It's funny, though, that, I mean, that will make you gag, but we can, you can suck a penis. I, mean, I can suck just, a nail out of a fence. And that's what I'm saying. Yes. It's like, and a large one. It's yeah. not like it's, you know. You know what it is? I, I'll tell you why. Because these things are, first of all, they're not malleable at all. So it's this really hard, plasticky, angled sharp. thing they, they put in your face. And so. Yeah. They said, all right. So she takes me into the thing. Now, the one thing I know, and I can't even apologize for it because I barely remember this, I am somewhat high maintenance when it comes to going to the dentist or the doctor. Yes. And so I think there's something noted in my file about it because they are – she was like – would you like any magazines? And I said, oh, you know. And at this point, I'm just so happy to be there because I know that my pain will be ending soon that yes. I don't even care. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I-. She goes, well, what would you like? And I said, oh, I don't really care. You can give me whatever. I'm barely going to read them anyway. I'm just – I'm really ready for the pain to go away. 
And so she's like, all right. And she's like, would you like a blanket? Do you need anything? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I was like, wow. It's probably noted that you're like a severely anxious and frightened patient. And yes. so they're trying to make you as comfortable as possible. Before the because dentist Because mm-hmm. when you are like super uptight and, and nervous, it makes it harder to work on your mouth. <sighs> you know what? And the thing is, is that I try so hard to be a good patient. I really do. When they say open wide, I strain myself. Like I open as wide as I can. You know, I do everything exactly the way they tell me to do it because I don't want to be the difficult. Can you put your tongue down? Please put your tongue down. You know, I, know. Or, I remember one time when I went to the dentist, this was when I was going through when I was really anxious and I was getting a lot of dental work done. And I remember him, I, I put my hand up and he goes, Yes. And I said, I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, all right. Okay. I guess we'll let you go pee. Let, <laughs> me, like, let me just remove my drill. And let me take let me take the dental dam off of your face. I hate those things I do so too. bad. Oh god, like, they're the worst. Like it's to me, it's like the equivalent of being like waterboard. Which I mean, <laughs> I'm sure if you've ever really been waterboard, no, it's not. You're equivalent. laughing, but yeah, for me, no, you know, I'm but... just like, oh, you know. Just... Well, first of all, my anxiety is really all about no control. You know, being on your back like a turtle, like a frightened turtle. You know, I'm just – I don't like the, the the lack of control and that's a lot of the reason why I don't like flying either. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he comes in and I adore my dentist actually and I'm always God, so glad to see him. known him for like 30 years. Yeah, for since I was in high school and right. so – early high school so he's like well hello there and i'm like hi how are you he goes so uh it's been a really long time is it something we said and i said <laughs> no and so i explained my situation he goes oh okay and and then we went through the procedure and he looked at he goes well it looks like we have a tooth and a gum issue here and i said yeah i was wondering what that big white spot on my x-ray is he goes well Yes, it's an infection. And so I have an abscess tooth. Wow. I have no idea. How does that happen? Some people, it just happens. I had a cavity and it just kind of went rogue and got infected. And so he's like putting me on all this, you know, he's like, okay, you got to take all these antibiotics. He goes, you're going to have pain. So take these. And if you have breakthrough pain, you can have these. And I said, okay, cool. And I said, listen, um, when we're scheduling the root canal that I have to have, which I've never had one before. Oh, and that's I, so bizarre to me that you've never had it. I mean, I yeah. told when you told me, I'm just like, you've never had a root canal. I've I'm never, like with our te- with our family's teeth. I know. I'm like every tooth. I think I think I've had a root canal in like every <laughs> single tooth of my teeth. I know. I have really strong bones and teeth. Good for you. I have gum issues. But I, but they're, it's not so bad where like my teeth aren't loose or anything like that. I just, I floss twice a day. I brought, I mean, I do everything feasibly possible, but sometimes it's just not enough. So anyway, we have really soft teeth. We and do. So they, they we just do. tend to, we've always just gotten cavities. That's how our, it's oh, like, yeah. it seems like we spend our whole teenage years in the dentist. <laughs> we did I mean, spend a lot of time in the dentist for sure. Always there. For sure. Well, I mean, one of the things is, is that our parents come from a time where no one had money. And so you only, went to the dentist or the doctor if you were in pain and so they didn't really you know our parents didn't really understand dental health as much as we do now now it's like you must go every six months i mean it's very rigorous whereas when we were growing up it was like oh yeah well my tooth hurts so now we're going i have a hole in my tooth mom (laughs) like what's this black thing oh i guess does it hurt (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so i said so listen doctor um i 
usually, as you know, and this was really funny. I said, you know, I have some anxiety with the dentist. He's all, mm-hmm. Like he wasn't even, he was writing something in his in my file. And he goes, yes. And I said, so I know that we normally do the whole nitrous thing and we, you know, do all that. I said, I got to tell you, I really don't like getting nitrous oxide. Like I really don't like it. I don't like the Why? thing on my face. I don't like the way it makes me feel. And I always get a little anxious every once in a while and you have to turn it down. And we go through this cycle every time. And I would was just wondering, can I maybe take an Ativan before I come in and then you, I'll just be super relaxed and you can just – do your work and I'll be out of my way. And he's like, I will orally sedate you. And of course, I'm trying not to put my mind in the gutter. And I was like, <laughs> all right, what does that mean? <laughs> and God. luckily, he wasn't, he wasn't looking at me. And he goes, because our eyes say it at all. We're just I know. Like, I know. I'm like, me. hello. No. So I said, all right. <laughs> Do you have a crush on your dentist? A little. I always have. I don't know why. He's always been quite charming. He I think is that's, charming. Well, I mean, I think you kind of have to be to build your own private practice. You know, I otherwise know. people won't feel the need to come back. I saw a dentist who was ripping my mouth to shreds, but he just <laughs> had the most beautiful blue eyes, and I just kept going back. You're like, I, I don't, I, don't I didn't care. even care. I was just like, yeah, uh, like, just give me more Novocaine. I have another toothache. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and so I think, I mean, he's. He's significantly older. It's there's well, you he's know got to be now. He's in his mid sixties, I'm sure. I hope he's not going to retire anytime. And of soon. course, you know what? And I always think that too. But of course, you know, I walk in, I'm like, God, you look so good. It's like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Telling him he looks great. I don't. It's know. It's options. That's what she. That's what she came doing. out. Options. And my the Muppet is my anxiety uh, coming stupor. out to. I know. To stroke the uh, dentist's <sighs> ego. Well, anyway. Well, so it worked. You got plenty of medication. I got a shit ton of medication, which is awesome. And it, anyway, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm he, he told me not to take any of my own medication. He's like, no, just come in and I will give you your medication and we will monitor you. And he goes, and what's really great about this medication is you won't remember anything. It's going to be like a twilight drug. Well, that's good. And I'm like, I think I'm really going to enjoy so this. <laughs> he started to laugh. I'd love I, to get my hands on your chart just to see what they're giving you. <laughs> you know what? I'll ask. Ask. I I'll mean, ask and I'll tell you. Yeah, I'm not that, you know, I can get any of it, but oh, well, no, curious. but maybe if you have to go to the dentist, you know. Well, I do need to go to the dentist, but I mean, I don't think I would. I I can kind of handle dental work. You know what it yeah. is with me, though? My fear with the dentist. What? And I don't know if you have this problem, but I have always had a problem with them being able to um, sufficiently numb me. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. really hard to numb up. Yes. And so they always are surprised, like, okay, well, I'll keep going or we'll try this yeah. area, you know. And so after that, my gums are usually just so sore and I'm in yes. so much pain after I leave the dentist because I've basically gotten like, you know, between 10, 10 to 12 shots in the mouth. The, the I actually have the same problem. Uh, my upper teeth are I numb up immediately like you can barely you don't have to barely do anything but my lower jaw is yeah. impossible in fact there is a secondary novocaine that they will give you for like pulling teeth or root canal or something like that sure that's longer lasting well it's stronger yeah i so yeah so big day couple in a couple weeks i'll be getting my very first root canal everyone <laughs> so 
That should be fun. It's fast, especially because yours isn't even a molar. No, so. it's not. Well, it's a baby. It's one of those little like pretend molars. Like it's not your front, but it's not in the far back. The actual root canal itself should be fast. You know what? I now thinking back, I am a bit flirtatious with him when I'm there, and it's not even on purpose. It's like I don't even. I'm not even. It's like it literally is just happening, and I'm not. You know, luckily he's such a professional. It probably have. I'm sure he has. <laughs> beautiful right. patients i'm sure i'm not you know anything special but i'm just you i would know. venture to guess most patients are pretty uh <laughs> appropriate though <laughs> and don't go down that realm well i just remember i was sitting there said that's when i said well you look really good he goes oh really thanks and i don't do this i don't know why i did this but i'm literally fishing and i said well i know i look like i've aged she goes oh no. for heaven's sake shut Katie. up i can't I'm, I'm admitting to something embarrassing but I said, he goes, oh, no. He goes, I recognize you right away. And I was like, oh, well, I guess that's good. Because we want to be <laughs> like, special. That's not, we that's wanna, not good enough. We want to be special. We want to be the one that they remembered. <laughs> exactly. That's like Daddy Issues 101. Oh, sh- I know. It's like I'm mortified. <laughs> I am mortified. Trust me. I almost, I didn't, but I almost like, so how's your wife? For an old vet like you, I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. I've been around the block. You'd think I would know better. I'm a little more professional than that, but... Oh, well. One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the Ugly Truth Lip and Clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks. And now back to the ugly truth. Well, I hope you and your tooth uh, get to feeling better soon and... uh and, and I'm sure it's going to be harmless. I'm, I presume producer Dub is going to be going with you. Oh, well, he has to accompany me because I will be on. And that was the funny thing. He said, now what I'm giving you, he goes, you're going to feel really good. And I said, oh, okay. Because, you know, I'm always, I'm down for feeling good. Heck yeah, me too. Uh, and he goes, but after the procedure, you might need someone to help you walk at first and i'm like all right no problem you know daryl obviously is coming with me i'm sure he's excited he goes you're gonna feel really really good for like a while so don't make any decisions and don't drive that's what he told me you're just gonna go home and have like wild you know crazy sex and Ugh. then you know the next morning wake up and be like why am i naked what's going on <laughs> my mouth <Maybe>. hurts <laughs> it's, like, it's like where did i get this burn what is this why, do, why does my nostril feel stretched out? <laughs> right? Why kidding. am I so red? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully well, I'm not. sure producer Dub is very excited to play a caretaker for that he day. He does enjoy it. He does enjoy it when I'm when I am uh, compromised and I am unable to be cranky or difficult. It's a good day for Dub. But I'm sure at some point he'll annoy you. But that will at right. least distract you from your current annoyance, which is. <sighs> Well, people. It's people. I mean, people in general, but. Yeah. So our baby is going to high school. Okay. Which I can't even believe. So she, yesterday was the day that we had to register for her classes for the fall. Oh, okay. And so we, all of the people 
with last names between M and Z, had to go to the school at 2.30. That's a lot of people. Yes, it was a lot of people. And we had to sit down in the cafeteria while the principal sold us on the school that we're already going to. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, this is the best school we're, we, and it, in all honesty, it is one of the best schools in the area. But well, for the area, but I mean. So when things like that, when they say things like that, I just want to go, you know what? We, we're we all good on this. We don't need to be here. Can we just go and turn in our paper? I mean, that's really? what I want to say. Well, why are they wasting the time then? I mean, it's kind of like it's all I guess that would be the time like to select clubs or something if you're, you know, right. going to be in the German club or the chess club or, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, and outside before we walked into the cafeteria, the girls lacrosse team was out there handing out flyers, the dance team, the track and field, you know, all these representatives for different clubs are out there handing out their flyers. Oh, well, trying to get kids neat. to, you know, make sure you guys, it's kind of like um the first week of you know, when you go to college, you know, all the clubs are out and they want I you think to. that's good. It, it was. So the the little presentation lasted about 10 minutes. And then, you know, of course, you know, Molly and all her little friends are sitting together. And that's when you get the awkward, you know, you see the mom that you haven't seen in five years since elementary school. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. hey, I don't remember your name. Oh, how are you? Hey, yeah, right. You know, can, how can are your you children? Believe, can you believe they're freshmen? Wow. Yeah, got to have the same conversation. Like, wow, this is it. <laughs> this is, these are our, these are our youngest. Here we are. You know, we have to play the game. And my God, can you tell the difference between the, like the, veteran parents are like the parents that'll be like me like the first timers where I'll be sitting there like you know white knuckled and like my (laughs) eyes are like bugging out of my head those parents because the children have to accompany you obviously because they have they are the ones that have to turn in the paperwork it's their first responsibility right after you've filled it all out and you know what let me tell you something about those paper that paperwork you fill out and everybody does it no matter how old or young they are those emergency cards are the bane of my existence (laughs) There was a time when I was feeling – because every kid at one point was had, had four. You yeah. Had, you had yeah. to have four on file. And there was a time where I was literally filling out – let's see. Four times three is 12. Yeah. So 12. Because everyone had to have two. Yes. And it was brutal. And I hated it. And I'm like – and everything is so teeny tiny. And I said, you know, can't we just – wouldn't it be great if you could just download these online, type it in, and then print them out? Well, would that be fun? I, what I used to do with the kids' paperwork is, with the exception of the damn emergency card because Ugh. they make it small and you can't copy it. it, I would fill out one copy and I would put Todd and I'd leave the birthday and social security blank, but then everything else was all the same. <laughs> and then I would copy it. So I'd make mm. a bunch of copies of it. And then I would just fill in their first names and their like three information. Oh, that's lazy. So, I never even thought of that. Well, because I didn't want to fill it all out. It's a pain in the ass. So it, the thing is, though, is that the parents that have done this a million times have followed the instructions to the T because there's no shortcuts when it comes to these types of events. You you have to do it the way they tell you to do it. Sign every piece of paper, initial everything. Everything has to be intact, stapled correctly because if you don't, you will be there longer. They don't Jeez. let you – there's no shortcuts. 
And so the parents that this is clearly their oldest and this is the first time they've been to the high school in general and they're looking around going, wow, look at honey, they sell yogurt here, frozen yogurt. Do you see this? And the oh, kid's I'm just sure. like, whatever, yes, whatever, mom. I'm, I'm totally sure embarrassed. I'm absolutely going to humiliate Ryan. I have no doubt I whatsoever. Hope you don't. I do I it really, now. I know. I feel sorry for him. He comes sometimes. out of class. I'm like, hi, Bear. How are you? He's How like, is oh school today? Oh, my God. Today? Stop calling me Bear. Oh, my I God. Yeah. I so, can't. I just love him so much. I know you do. And that, that means that someday you'll let him go and not embarrass him when he's older. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But the parents that this is new to, you know who they are. They walk in. They're usually – they usually have an angry or pensive face because the kids are being difficult because they're uninformed as they should be. They don't know. The parents don't know. Nobody knows what's going on. They sit down. They have their pen in hand, their glasses on, <laughs> and they are at attention, straight-backed, listening, and they're like, Joseph, you better be listening to every word this woman says. This is the principal of your new school – I'm serious. We're not doing this again. And yes. I, if we're going to get all the information we need because <laughs> yes. otherwise we'll, we'll never know. And we'll, we'll never understand and we'll be, be completely lost and it'll be your fault. So then the teacher and, and they, they say this every year. There's no summer school for freshmen. If you fail a class, you will not graduate with your class. You mean you're just out of school? No, but but the option to make it up in summer school like it used to be it's is no available. longer available. And so you ultimately, you'll see the parents going, did you hear that, Joseph? Looking at the kids like with one <laughs> eyebrow raised like, like dead like, effing serious here. Did you hear that, Joseph? No graduation. And you know, daddy and I are not going to put up with this. You're Pay attention. Only child, we've come this far. If you think you're going to screw it up now, you've got another thing coming. Do you remember the D you got in science? Well, that is unacceptable now. That won't be happening here. Well, you know, so I remember this. We were pretty lucky. Our mother um, was close friends with a couple. And the yeah. husband was the pr principal or vice principal at yes. the high school we all attended. He was. One thing he had told mom, though, was is that it will either happen in junior high school or in high school that you will notice grades slipping and it'll right. either happen in seventh grade or freshman year. So mm -hmm. for me, I was fine in seventh and eighth grade. My freshman year, my first report <laughs> card, I had like C's and D's and my and mom was shocked because I was a straight A student for I ever. remember vividly I had a D minus on my first progress report in high school and I didn't want to go home. I was so afraid to go home. So they're enforcing all of this. Right. And so now they said, okay, now you, when you walked in, you were handed a little, little chip of paper that had a room number on it. Now it's a, the breakout session where you will each go to your individual classrooms, wherever, wherever you were assigned, and you will get a little talk from the counselor there, and then you will turn in your paperwork, she'll verify everything's accurate, and then you can leave. We're like, awesome. Well, I've done this, like, I feel like I've done it a million times. I mean, I've right. done it three other times, so, you know. People are literally sprinting to these classrooms. And I told Malia, I said, there's no reason to run. They, there's, there's no prize at the classroom door. Just let's just head on over. So we walk Why over. Why would one run? I mean, I can't imagine being a grown adult running. <laughs> they were swiftly walking to the classrooms. Like it maybe was maybe they race. were afraid they weren't going to get a seat or something. Yeah, I don't really know. Maybe. You know what? I, I Perhaps. imagine. Adults immediately <laughs> revert back to being their high school 
person, their persona. They become children. Right. So it's like true. if they, they're back to being the, you know, the 14 year old dork that, you know, <laughs> was scrawny and lost. All of a and, sudden that's what they are. And so now they're like trying to make up for like lost time. Like I refuse to be that skinny geek that I was. I will, I will find a seat and I will sit in the back row and no one's going to stop and me. And I'll be cool. And right. I will be cool. Yes. So we walk in and they made it very, very clear to all of us that the rooms were are only set up for one parent and the student. And that's it. If, okay. if, if, this, if this is a family affair because of daycare issues or whatever, sorry, they need to wait out in the quad. It doesn't take that long. You'll be in and out if we, you know, if everybody moves swiftly in and out. So of course, we get the family who has the extra parents and the children and all of this stuff with the sibling, they all came. Like, like, look, this isn't a quinceanera. There's no right. reason to bring everyone. There's no snacks here. <laughs> if right. that's what you were thinking. There's no free food. There's no lemonade to, to buy, no cookie sale. So now yesterday, today it's hotter, but yesterday it was about 92, which is unseasonably warm for April, May. And so the counselor said, you know what? It's pretty warm. If you guys want to stand in the back with your kids, that'll be fine. That was her first mistake, is allowing them to come in. Because they're, That's... of course, the worst behaved people in the room. Well, not just that, but I mean, do you really need, you know, 50 grown adults in a in a classroom? And here's the other thing. If it's anything like Ryan's in Olivia's school, when we went to back to school night or like the night, like before they start school, like, you know, usually it's like a three days before they start school mm -hmm. they were so budget conservative that they hadn't even <laughs> turned the air conditioning system back on yeah. and so it's like 110 degrees in there <laughs> right. and i'm sitting in a chair that's made for a six-year-old <laughs> so you know stuck. and i'm like sweating like a hog and because you probably just got off work you know, I, like, I, and I, yeah and they have it at five o'clock in the evening so i just you know i had to get off work early i had just fought traffic <laughs> i was sitting there in my heels and a dress you know and right. in, in, in a kindergarten chair you know along <laughs> yes. with a hundred other parents right and i'm just like you know and of course there's kids raising their hands like um i have a question oh, I'm like shut okay. up well just, i'm like where are your parents well, here we go. So she's like, it's hot outside. If you guys want to come in, you can stand in the back. It's no problem. I understand. You know, they have little ones. They had two little ones, two separate families. So she's talking and she has a desk next to the teacher's desk. And she said, when it's your turn, you'll come up and I, I would like the student to sit in this desk and then we will review all the information. Parent, you can stand in front of the teacher's desk. And if there's anything you need to know, you know, you'll be there. But this is mainly for me to meet the student because this will be her class until they graduate from high school. So she wants to meet every student. And so immediately the little extra child, who's probably three, gets up and proceeds to sit into the student desk that all the other students need to be sitting in at some oh, point in the next cute. couple of minutes. And then she starts to turn around and her parents, of course, are laughing because they're trash and <laughs> think she's adorable. And she starts waving at everybody. Okay. As you can imagine, my <laughs> my charm. So not enamored by this child. I am not smitten by this little girl. And so then what do I do? I'm looking around looking for the mother. Because what? I'm going to give the mother the evil eye, like, get your kid in line now. It's like, because no one wants to be there longer than they need to. 
you know, we want to get out of here. We don't want to deal like, with this kind of garbage. I realize that this is your real child and the older <laughs> one that's, you know, enrolling in high school was your, you know, 16-year-old mistake. But, <laughs> like, let's just try and all get through this in, in any minute we can. Yes, it's very cute, sitting in the desk, but time to move on. And waving at everyone in the princess wave. And so ultimately she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And so the mom has to get up. She has to, you know, walk in front of the whole class and, you know, make sure we all see her adorable child. And, you know, she goes off to take her child to the bathroom. And then the counselor is saying, if you have, and this is the kiss of death, if you have any questions that would pertain to everyone in the room, please feel free to ask them. No one is that smart. People who ask questions in those situations are never smart enough to understand that the question they will ask is relevant to anyone. I was just going to say, I imagine Allison being one of those people that would <laughs> ask a question. She just is that way. That has She's nothing just... to do with anything. So, of course, the extra parent that came in with the little girl, and I don't know if they were related. He was just an extra, the dad. He raises his hand. Of course, because now, well, if I'm getting the opportunity, hey, if it's free, I'm going to take it. So he's like, yeah, uh, the Q or the Zangle, which is the online logging system that you can check your kids' grades and assignments and all of that. He said, you know, my son's teacher now hasn't updated that thing in two months. How are we supposed to keep up on that stuff if it's never updated? And it's you know, in my mind, I'm like, if it had been me, I would have been like, okay, first of all, this isn't the school that you're complaining about, right. number one. And number two, talk to somebody instead of yeah. complaining to a stranger at a new school that you've never met in your life. You have no idea what you're doing. And so right. thank you for wasting everyone's time and making everyone dumber now because of your question. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, I'm judging him immediately. I'm like, I see. So we don't get to complain or socialize outside of our lives. And so we're going to take every opportunity to inconvenience strangers so that you can voice voice your pathetic opinion about something that means nothing to anybody. Thank you, idiot. I feel bad for that family's freshmen. I mean, literally. <laughs> they're they're like the diamond in the rough. I feel bad One for them. One would hope he's the pick of the litter, but we don't know. So then the little girl comes back in and she immediately starts to throw a fit because she can no longer sit in the desk. The mom has decided to put her foot down and say, no, you're going to stand back here with us. And so I turn and I look and there's another child that is completely not related to them so sick that he can't even sit up straight. His mother's cradling him like a baby. He's probably Olivia's age. He oh is coughing. God. He's, he's coughing like he has. It sounds like croup, but it's worse. Jeez. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, the air conditioner's on, but there's like 50 people in here. If that kid has like whooping cough or something. Really? Have you seen the movie Outbreak? I mean, my God. <laughs> Have you seen some of the people who don't even vaccinate their children? Right. I mean, it could be anything. That's the poster child right there when you don't vaccinate. Seriously. So you I end up sick as a dog in the back of some shitty classroom in the dead of heat. Just judging like crazy. And I'm not the only one. There are other mothers standing sitting next to me and they're just like seething. And it's like you they can want... tell by the big size, like 
Yeah, it's like, why did you even say you could ask questions? That was so, so wrong. And then somebody (laughs) else goes, well, what exactly is Q? And I'm like, oh, God, we're still on the we're still on the the login thing. Apparently, (sighs) some other dad had to know what Q was. He goes, isn't isn't that that we use Zangle now? And she's like, it's the same thing. Q and Zangle. Q bought out Zangle. It's the same. They're transitioning to Q for the name. But it is the same program that you've always been using for the last nine years. So, of course, you're forced to stay there because you have to wait until all of this nonsense all of the is over. And right. then they call your name. And of well, course, you guys were an M. And of course, because somebody asked that, Big Mouth, who doesn't get to socialize and was complaining about his his issue, the teacher not logging in before, he has to say something. He has to chime in and go, yeah, it's like four different names. How are we supposed to remember this? And I'm like, oh, boy. You know what, dude? You need to go, I don't know, hang some more drywall, yeah, something. Really. I don't know. weed, you know. I Take a know. night class. Learn Have computers. Something. I mean, really, I, I mean, do you work alone all the time? Is that why you have nothing better to do than to just bark out complaints at a place that no one cares about? I mean, seriously, I was over Who it. Who knows? You would have been annoyed, too. I'm, I'm annoyed now. <laughs> I wasn't even there. So finally, she goes, all right. She kept looking at Malia because Malia was sitting in the front row, first right in front of the teacher's desk because we just randomly sat down and that's where we sat. And she kept looking at Malia going, okay, well, there's really no order. So you can just get up and come and we'll just take one at a time. And I pushed Malia. I said, go. And she's like, so Malia being 14, she's like, mom, God. And And by then there were 10 people online. And I said, you must have cat-like reflexes when it comes to situations of this nature. There is no time to complain. You must get up and you must methodically make your way to the front of the line. That's how things are done I would have been like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to stay here? (laughs) Did you want to be here longer? Are you enjoying this? So she finally... We can go first- last if you'd like. <laughs> oh, come, come hang out with the whooping cough kid. I'm right? sure that the waving little three-year-old would love to have some time with you. So it's almost her turn. And I'm sitting at the desk because I'm the only parent who wasn't waiting in line with her because I'm just not doing that. It's cramped. It's hot. I'm not doing that. I'm just sitting at the desk waiting for her turn. And she looks at me. She's like, Mom, it's almost my turn. You need to come up here. And I'm like, don't talk to me like that. I will come up when it's time to come up. Like, I'm what, you think rush. you think I'm gonna miss it? Yeah. I mean I'm literally six inches away from this desk. I'm not I can sit here and talk to you about this. Please don't give me any ridiculous. crap. Like they just think that somehow you're going to like, you know, ruin the system or <laughs> or they're not gonna like acknowledge your existence until your parents are, which I'll be honest, some school people are like that. Like they're so so strictler for the rules, and I'm just like, you know what? I, I I would hate to be in your existence. I'm very rebellious. The principal of Bella Vista knows who I am. I've had more than my share of discussions with the administration at that school because I don't get some of the ridiculousness of it. There's, you know, and I don't give a shit about liability. I don't care about society and culture. Let's use some common sense people. And right. they get mad because they're not they're not ridiculous. They know it's not sensible, some of the things that they institute. No, but they are just, you know, so bent on their rules that right. that's just, you know, rules are rules. Rules and are I'm rules. Like, well, your rules are stupid. And I have said that before. <laughs> so has our sister. So anyway done and done and you know can't wait for the next 
massive gathering of parental requirement for school. Yeah, I'm sure it's that's going to be a blast. So I can't help myself. I, I try and I always come in with a really good attitude until someone makes me annoyed because they're dumb. And then I just am done. And then I judge everybody. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of people being people, yeah. one of our favorite fighters, John bon- Bones Jones. Yes. I would say John Bon Jovi. John, John Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> Has been stripped of his heavyweight title. Stripped. He has been indefinitely suspended from the UFC. And is been told, go focus on your shenanigan lifestyle. And when you're ready to grow up and be a big boy, come back and we'll talk. Essentially, this is what happened. First of all, he's been screwing around for a while Mm-hmm. And it's been showing in his fights. His last fight was not that stellar. Mm-hmm. It, he did not look the way he should. But this most recent uh, situation is he was in Arizona and he was in a car accident. He hit a pregnant woman uh, in her car mm-hmm. and he ran away. He left yeah. his car there and he ran away. Hit then run. he came back, took stuff out of the car and ran away again. The pregnant woman broke her arm. Oh, wow. I mean, it was a hard hit. It wasn't he's like it was a fender He's lucky he didn't send her into preterm labor. He's very lucky. And m- maybe he did. We, nobody really knows the whole details. But he was wanted for questioning. From what I understand, as of late, he has been charged with felony hit and run, mm-hmm. which is why they stripped him of his title. They did not kick him out of the UFC. No. But they did strip him of his title and he's suspended indefinitely, which, you know, in the world of sports doesn't necessarily mean forever. No. But apparently he has a significant cocaine problem. And yeah. uh, that was why they think he ran because they knew that he would test dirty or he was clearly completely coked out. Or he had it in the car. Right. And so, you know, I really do enjoy watching him fight, but I really hate a douchebag asshole. And yeah. I don't really care how great the PR team is. If, you, if you're going to be acting like Justin Bieber, then... <laughs> and that is exactly what I was going to tell you when I told you, let's talk about John Bones. I have a theory. Mm. He's literally like turned into Justin Bieber of UFC, which is dumb because yeah. he's too old for this shit. Yes, he is. You know, he's got kids. He's yeah. got a fiance. You know, he's got a home and, and he's well into his career like, this is total juvenile behavior yeah. for someone of his, you know, I guess, status of where he's at. The thing is, is that anybody who's at the top of their game, whether you're in business or you're a celebrity or an athlete or whatever you are, it doesn't take much to screw that up. Yeah. And he's very – he's been very fortunate that he has the best of the best when it comes to the PR. He's got a lot of money. He's got a, he's got the ability to hide a lot of bad behavior. And I think the reason that he's been getting away with it is because he's older and because yeah. he can afford to do it. Justin Bieber is, was just a young little shit who didn't care if anybody knew. But John Jones, even though he realizes he has a lot to lose, he has, you know, money – talks when it comes to yeah travel. but like right now because his biggest identity was ufc yeah being stripped of your title yeah and that's gonna be like up for grabs now which yeah i now, can't wait to see who it, 
is that going to be at the next fight? Is that yes. what's up for grabs? Oh, yes. God. I really hope it's not going to be that guy who looks like boulders moving. That, Cor- that Cormier guy? That, he bugs me. So I do not bad. like Cormier at all. I want he the other guy to me. win. And yeah, then, whoever whoever that guy whoever is, that is, I don't that's care. That's who I want to win. I want the other guy. I'm with you, and it's going to be a big night. And hopefully, you can come over and watch it. Yeah. The thing is, is when they announce these fight cards, it's like now they announce a fight card, and I look at that and go, "Well, that's a good suggestion. We'll see if it actually happens." <laughs> it's an, it's because a good Cerrone, first offer. Donald Cerrone is already fighting someone else. You know, he's not even yeah, fighting his that original fight opponent. Changed. I know. And John Jones is clearly out of it. And, you know, everybody wants to watch John Jones fight. He's a huge moneymaker for the UFC. And he's fun to watch. I mean, think about so. the people who bought tickets for that. Like, what if oh, what yeah. if this had been, like, our – like, what if we had decided this to make our bucket list fight? To go see John Jones in Vegas. John Jones, Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah. You know, Ronda Rousey. And then, you know, like, three of them, you know, had to punk, punk out, out for whatever reason. <sighs> Like, we would be so pissed. I would be really angry. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do about it. No. So, I mean, you can sell the tickets, but you probably won't get what you paid for them. Well, no, because no, I mean, everybody's probably be selling their tickets because they're just like, this is a waste. Yeah. I mean, the thing specifically with John Jones is there, it's you either really like him or you think he's a total loser and you've always felt that way. Like, I'm disappointed. He's human. We do dumb shit. He'll recover. He is. He will fight again. It just may not be for three years or whatever. But he's 27, which means he doesn't have that many years left before he starts getting that thing that all UFC fighters get in their mid-30s where they're easily knocked out. Yeah. You know, they get that where they suddenly age. And then it's like, well, look well. at it. Happened to Anderson Silva twice. You know, and the thing is, is that it. I wish it was. I wish it was shocking. I wish he was the first person to, in in the athletic world to, you know, have a downfall. But the reality is, is there is a very talented tight end sitting in in prison for killing people. You know, yeah, he murdered two people, maybe more. They don't even know how many. He's a he was a total gangster guy. He was like I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, people always expect so much from Britney Spears. They expect <laughs> that she's going to be eloquent and yeah. polished and refined right. and all of these things. And I said she was born and raised in Louisiana, Louisiana. you know, on her mom's hip. That's and right. so, you know, you give her oodles and oodles of money that doesn't make her you know, all of those things that people expect her to be. No, she's just rich just, from Louisiana She's just rich now. and from yeah. Louisiana. So right. same thing with all of these other, you know, UFC fighters or NFL players or right. NBA, whatever sports it might be. You know, they're athletic or they're really good at they something. They have a talent. But it doesn't make them good people. Money does not change your upbringing. Money and fame do nothing but give you the ability to be stupid on a really grand scale. I know. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Anyway, we should probably move on to our ugly and awkward moment of the week.
Do you have one? I do have one. Okay. It was... <laughs> it's a little bit of a low moment for me. Okay. As I've mentioned, you know, probably for the last, I don't know, two years, that money's <laughs> always tight with me. Right. Yes. And so we were at the local Winco, and they have this section of, like, bulk bins. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. I'm okay. Like, so many things could have gone on. I just So it's the bulk bins where you can get, you know, like, I don't know, what can you get in bulk? Like, all sorts of powders, cereal, like flowers, rice, cereal. Pastas, beans. Right. So I was there. They have a section for gluten-free, like, noodles. I think it's oh. called, like, f- fusilli or fusilli. Fusilli. Or- that's what the, the 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 squiggly one. Yes, it's in the thing where you kind of like pull down the lever and then it comes out the bottom. Yeah. So I've got the bag like around it, and I've got it taut so that way you know when I pull down the lever and it comes, it won't flop out. Well, I right. guess I didn't have it as taut as I thought I did. <gasps> so when I pulled down the lever. The bag fell and then fusilli or whatever that pasta is went everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. It was on the floor. It was on the, the bins. It was on everything. And I was like looking around like, you know, and people were kind of looking at me like, what the hell is she doing? You know? uh, the bag broke. And I'm just like, this is so not fair, though, because I mean, it's like a booby trap for uncoordinated people. You, you know, know it's like it you really can get is. the discount if you want, but if it's you can get the discount if you can, you know. <laughs> So, so true. anyways, I picked up as many as I could that, you know. I've always thought that using those pull down bulk things, I always thought that was a two man job. It should be. But I, really I was by never. myself because Victor yeah. had taken the kids off somewhere because sometimes when I'm grocery shopping with them, I get a little grumpy. Oh, and so please. they'll go off and like, well, we're going to go, you know, look at anything else away <laughs> from you. And I'm like, thank you. So, you know, Daryl, when I'm on the computer doing something and, you know, I like I said, I play I have my little escape that I have to play my World of Warcraft. Yeah, I love playing it. I don't play it all the time. But when I do, I have my earphones in so I can listen and, you know, whatever. And Daryl will be like, well, if you don't mind, I'm just going to sit next to you and I'll just drink wine and, you know, look at my phone or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Because sometimes he just has to like be near me. Sure. Which, you know, you know how much that pleases me. I have someone just near me all the time. I love it. Yeah. It's just so wonderful. And so I said, yeah, that's fine. So (laughs) the other day I was sitting there and I was doing my game and it was a little intense. I'm learning this new, this new thing on the game and I'm getting frustrated with myself. And it's becoming very difficult for me to focus because Daryl is playing the new Zach Brown band album as loud as he can <laughs> and drinking wine and eating nachos. <laughs> okay. And trying to talk to me like like wine. I don't have headphones on. Wine and nachos. When did those go hand in hand? Hey, anything's possible. And so <laughs> finally, once again, I have died in my game. Right. So I take the earphones off and going, okay, I, I need a, br- you know, we need a break. So we're taking a break and I get up. Because I'm already cranky because I don't feel well because of the dumb tooth thing. And right. I lean over and I go, you know, it's not annoying at all that you're listening to this album really super loud and talking to me and eating nachos <laughs> while I'm trying to focus on this. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, can you hear that? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, I can. I can hear you crunching and I can hear the sound. Like, I think Zach Brown could hear it. So suddenly... He can handle so much of that band. I mean, my God. He left. Thank God. Well, Finally. 
I I would <laughs> hope so because I mean that hint wasn't even subtle. That was no, just was outright not. like you know get the hell out of here, get on my face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I do understand needing a little alone time when you're trying right. to focus. So I point. did need the alone time, but unfortunately, you know, I was my own worst, worst enemy, enemy because I was not coordinated enough to pour the bin and the plastic bag. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is just ridiculous. You I know what? I wish there was a more efficient way to do that because it is there's even, there's not even any control. I've done that where I'm holding the bag and I'm getting ready to do the lever. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this super slow. So you do it teeny super slow and there's like two pieces that plug it up so that nothing else can come out. And so you have to open it more and then all of a sudden you get like five pounds just drops into the bag all at once. The same thing happens with coffee. Now coffee... They have like the little coffee bags though. Like yes. those are, you know, they're they're structured and they, and they you know, sit down. But here, you know, and I don't know what it is about it's grocery free. stores, but like their plastic bags, I mean, they they're <laughs> they can't get any thinner. It's like I mean, bubble it's gum like, thin. It's it's like it's like one ply. It's yeah, just it so is. thin. And so <laughs> you're is. trying to dump, you know, Something that's going to come out, you know, pouring out very quickly. And it just, it didn't, it's anyways. so true. It was well, embarrassing. And I was just like, oops. I'm sure there's a video camera set up in those bulk aisles for people oh, like sure. you. Yeah. So they can laugh at you later. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly what so happened. So that's my moment for the week. All right. Well, that's pretty good. How many people witnessed this? Many? Uh, I think there were two or three, like, oh, lingering around. But of course, you know, at Winco, everybody tries to ignore everyone. You the, know, you like, know what? No one likes to be there. No, well, some no. people do, but normal well, people do not. I don't know those people. Most people, and especially in the bulk <laughs> section, yes. it's not like you're going to be sitting here, be like, you know, chit chatting <laughs> over, you know, biscuit mix. It's just yes. not going to happen. That's true. So, yeah, the ones that like to be there, you avoid. <laughs> yeah, That's true. So, mine took place at Target. Okay. You know, the whole dentist thing, you know, there was a lot of uncomfortable chit chat when I was up at the front desk, but no, this. <laughs> This really topped it all. Daryl and I were at Target and I was, I don't even know now, I can't even remember specifically what we were talking about. But like many men, he will uh, download into sexual innuendo on any subject. I could say something, he goes, hey, well, that's what she said or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. he'll say something. So we're walking past the women's clothing section on our way to towards the back for something and I walk out and we're walking briskly and I said, you know what? Everything's always about sex with you. And I turned and I'm literally face to face with a stranger because <laughs> I wasn't looking where I was going. And I turned and I look at her and I remember her vividly looking at me and she smiled a little bit with her glasses on and I was like, oh, God. oh you're and, not my husband. And Daryl. Daryl's like over on the other side of the aisle. And he's like, what? I'm like, I'm looking gone. at you strained with his eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. so funny. She probably was- smiled thinking like, how did you know? <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, I was laughing. I'm like, God, you know, sometimes. How embarrassing. Everything's always about sex with you. Hello. <laughs> How random of all the things to say. I know. I don't even know what we were talking about. I have no idea. Probably something bra and panty because it's all right there. (laughs) Especially right now because it's, you know, it's almost Mother's Day and they're like, you know, get mom. I'm like, yes, because mom wants lingerie for Yes, mom wants grandma. Mom wants granny panties for Mother's Day. Mom wants to have sex on Mother's Day. That's her idea of a good time. That's exactly what she wants. 
Just, of all days, that's the day. You know, it shows the lady like lounging in the, the sleepwear. And <laughs> yes. I'm just like, that's. Give your wife Mother's Day underwear so that she can always remember every time she puts on her underwear. Oh, yeah, my son gave me these. On How Mother's sweet. Day. On Mother's right Day. Which yes. Just another ploy to try and get laid. So, yes, that's that was my awkward moment. Well, you definitely win this week. I okay. Mean, like, I don't know. I think they're like, kind of even. No, that's like 100,000 points. I mean. Oh, God. It talking was really to a funny. complete stranger and be like, it's always sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's just. It was so geez. funny. At least she had a good sense of humor about it. At least she wasn't like, Tear you. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't like a young mother with children or something like that. Or like a teenage boy or something like that. Oh, my like God. That. I mean, at least she. it was clear that I was with Mr. Man over here who decided to conveniently move away. But it was, you know, for whatever reason, he was looking at, oh, you know what it was? He had turned and looked at something else when I was talking. And he something something shiny had caught his eye. And he had turned <laughs> and <laughs> looked elsewhere. But, okay, so... Before we close out, I did want to tell you this because this came out today. Apparently tomorrow, and you actually commented on this as well, tomorrow is Naked Gardening Day. I don't know what that is. You know what? There's a day for every day. Okay. First of all, there's so much not appropriate about gardening nude. I don't know who or what. I don't, I don't want- think anyone should be naked in their backyard, period. I agree. And think about People who like do this for a living, you know, like legit farmers, they're not going to be sitting there on their tractors bouncing around, you know, in the buff. I can't. I mean, all I could envision was men trying to mother lawns nude. And I'm like, that's unsafe. That's not even what if they run over something and it comes flinging out of the lawnmower and tags them in the nuts or something. It would happen. Men would never do that. No, they only want to see women do it because they want to see boobs. That's the only thing. Yeah, they want their picture us bent over, you know. Oh, God. I'm trying to reach this plant. I'm just planting some tomatoes today. Yeah. No. With our our hair braided and wearing some sort of sun hat and completely (laughs) naked. Yeah. Exactly, because that would be me. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it was funny because I told Daryl, the I'm like, farmer's you know, daughter, that's what they want. Oh, God. It's like, I have to tell you, forever, Daryl has begged me to vacuum naked. Vacuum? Really? Yes. He's like, why don't you do that naked? And I'm like, um, because I'm not a, a silly, crazy, insane person. And I'm, no, no, I'm never, I'm never doing it. He goes, well, just do it. And I'm like, no. And this was years ago. Like, years ago, he's... And he would literally beg me, and I'm like, "What is? What kind of kink are you in? Because that makes no sense to me." Yeah, you know, he does have a little bit of a flavor for the role play, doesn't he? A little bit. I and just, I'm not saying I that mean, I don't oblige. I'm just saying that it was weird to me of all these things. I, and I told him, like, okay, and, and finally, I was like, look, enough with the vacuuming, enough <laughs> with the, you know, none of that's happening. I mean, you can see boobs whenever you want. But not when I'm doing things that necessitate cleanliness. Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of where I am. Because, like, you know, I'm fine with being naked. Yeah. But, I mean, the the next activity that's following will probably be sex. One you would know, think. Or showering. Or, or showering. <laughs> or but a I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to, you know, do the dishes or, like, you know, make muffins or. You know what? I have seen those movies and I don't and I don't and understand this. It's not a sexy test. I mean, like, have you ever got down and dirty <laughs> with like a sofa and like the hand nozzle thing and like really tried to scrub that, like vacuum it down? Yeah, it's gr- it's gross and you it's, get sweaty. You get all hot and sweaty and everything it's like icky. that. 
That's not like that's what is I what does he want you to like put some sort of apron on and like you know just pleasantly no, vacuum a, I don't a rug know. or something. All I know is I was really happy when we moved into this home and it was hardwood floors. <laughs> Because that was no longer going to be an issue. Right. But it's like I've seen many movies where when there are drug dealers who are weighing and measuring out cocaine and they always have women, topless women, measuring out the drugs. Yeah. I've seen it several times. So I'm like, okay, this is clearly a thing. I don't think it's just for their own amusement. There must be a reason why. They just want to look at it whenever they can. No, I think there's like a legitimate reason why women are topless when they're cutting cocaine in movies. I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe it's just for fun. I don't know. I think it's simply just because when they look up, they just want to be able to see a pair of boobs because they can. It's the same thing with John Jones. Like they just do whatever they want because Because they they can. can. So these it's people, possible. they find these girls that just, you know, will walk around topless and they're doing it for no other reason that they just can. Well, and they pay the girls, I assume. Well, well I mean, I'm sure they do. Or they get yeah. other benefits. But I mean, you know, you know, men are simple creatures. They're they just are. like, oh, boobs. Cool. You know what? And the thing is with all men, I don't care what your preference is. Men like to have be na- – they like nakedness. Yes. They just like no clothes. I don't get it. Yeah, I know. Like we we agonize over clothing choices daily, sometimes multiple times a day. And men are just like, I can't wait to have all my clothes off. I mean, they just they don't care. Yeah, no, that's pretty. It's a weird thing. Pretty uninhibited. In fact, there's yeah times where I I'm a little more like kind of like, could you put something on or yeah? Can can we have a pants rule in the house? Like, would that be okay? You know, sitting on the edge clipping your toenails buck naked is a little awkward for me. Okay, I. I'm gagging in a bad way. That's not good. I don't want to hear or see or even envision that. The only thing I can think is that Naked Garden Day is something that a man drummed up thinking about a woman gardening, pulling weeds with no clothes on. But can you imagine like an old man deciding to partake in this holiday? No. I mean, it'd be like a goat in your Call yard. Call animal control. There's something in the garden. There's a goat in the yard. <laughs> right. What is that? Uh, I mean, it would not be good. Meh. I mean, it would be bad. Well, so, that's anyway. ridiculous. Well, yes. I mean, if you embrace in it or you indulge him on Naked Gardening Day, uh, Godspeed. No. I mean, if anybody else wants to, by all means, but I'm not doing it. I'm not going to garden. I don't even have a garden. And I you don't think to, my uh, I don't neighbors... <laughs> No, I'll just say tell everyone this is part of the amenities they were talking about when they raised the rent recently. <laughs> Nude gardening. <laughs> Nude gardening. Everyone enjoy. <laughs> Please don't actually. No, I've seen oh some my. of my neighbors. I do not want them <laughs> doing it. I don't want I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm not doing it. I mean, I I feel bad for them. So, no, it's We're not- just putting an end to this. It's not it, no it's naked a, anything. It's a dumb holiday. It is dumb, a dumb, holiday. dumb, dumb. What happened to long t-shirts and slippers day? Yeah, <laughs> who, I, I don't know. Messy, why. messy bun day. You know what about Any, those? Well, yeah, that wouldn't be allowed in your house. But uh, well, God forbid. <laughs> so. No, you know what? If I said that, he'd be like, "You can do the messy bun if you're vacuuming naked. <laughs> naked vacuuming." Then you can do whatever you want. God, so you're going to have to make like a – they do those like, you know, couples who've been together a really long time. They do like coupon <laughs> books or something like that. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Can you even imagine what mine would look like? 
This coupon entitles you to one free night of anal. No, I don't know. A whole night? I'd be like, this one five-minute session. <laughs> oh, got to think, think a little bit more realistic. Smaller terms. <laughs> short-term, short-term coupons. Yes. So, okay. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for downloading. Um, thank you to our newer listeners. We appreciate you uh, dropping by and listening. Yes. Thank you. Please be sure to check out our Ugly Truth page. It's UglyTruth.com. And then click on our uh, sh- the mall page or the Ugly Mall yeah. and uh, do all your shopping through our Amazon link and uh, through the Avon page, too. That's also uh, got some good makeup and skin products. So until next time, have a good week and we'll see you next Mother's Day where we'll have a special tribute to all things mother yeah, i okay. think it's our it's in our second or third annual mother's day i think it's our third so third annual mother's day we'll the mother our, of all episodes be the third mother of all episodes yes. uh next week so all right. this is your reminder gentlemen mother's day is next sunday so make mm-hmm. sure you go and get a gift you have a whole week you're welcome <laughs> bye that's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.